Hello, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of Katniss and Prosecco. <laughs> I have someone watch me do that. It's kind of awkward. It's easier to do it by myself. But today, I am not by myself. I'm actually joined by a Mrs. United States, Lindsay Colosseum. I believe is how you pronounce the last name, Colosseum. Uh, Mrs. United States 2019. And I'm so excited for you guys listening into this episode because guess what? If you're listening into this episode right now on the podcast, you missed it. I went ahead and went live with this conversation with Lindsay, Mrs. United States on YouTube. Yes, yes, you heard it. I am now branching out into YouTube and making the podcast more visual so that way you can sip along with me literally as you're watching me and whoever else i am interviewing on this podcast and on the episodes and whatnot and i wanted to be more fun it was idea of mine to have it for a while to go more visual with it because um hello we're pageant people so (laughs) visual is part of it um but nonetheless and i want you guys to really sit with me because i feel like it's weird or it was always awkward for me, at least, to hear slurping sounds. And you all know how, you know, some people have ASMR fetishes, and I don't need you guys fetishizing this me. Just kidding. But nonetheless, <laughs> I went ahead and live streamed this episode, and I am going to do more live streams. So find Pageants and Prosecco on YouTube. And I don't have a set date and time of when I am going to do these live streams, but... You can always find the audio here on my podcast, however you're listening, whether it's Google or Apple or Stitcher, Breaker or Spotify or Radio Lab. however you're listening, I appreciate it. I will always upload the audio for you guys, but yes, 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 I am branching off to do a live stream now on YouTube with my guest. I think it'd be fun and interactive. You can ask questions live and um, I think it'd be just a better experience for me and you. You know what I'm saying? So you can see my pretty face. I know you guys were just so tempted to see how I looked. I know, I know, I know, I know. But nonetheless, this is a good conversation. I hope you guys really tune in and listen to it. We are talking about Mrs. United States, Lindsay, talking about the new COVID-19 restrictions that the Miss United States National Pageant Organization put on their contestants and their families and the sponsors, the delegates, whoever is going to national competition in Florida. Um, next month in October. Um, now they're doing a blood test. On top of everything else, the social distancing, the mask, the temperature checks and whatnot, they are, the United States system as the pageant organization is doing a blood test. And Lindsay spoke out, she posted a whole um, letter, which I read later in this episode. Um, I'll read the full letter out to you and um, not their response, but what they said before, you know, that was her response to what they had said about, um, they sent a press release about their COVID restri- uh, testing and regulations they're going to do. So they're going to have a successful national pageant on October 11th through the 14th. So this is kind of like a continuation, I guess you can say, of my previous episodes, Crowns of Corona. Um, but this is a national holder's perspective of 
uh, national pageant actually conducting their own blood test. And that's her biggest issue. And it's really good conversation. I hope you guys tune in, listen to it, and stay um, with it. I know it's like a long episode, but it's really good. Um, I gave her the floor to speak, and I think you guys will like learn a lot about her position and just kind of what it means for these contestants to deal with this, you know, right now. And I dropped some tea into this episode as well. So sip along. And thank you for listening. I'll let you guys know on Instagram where I'm doing anything. I kind of announced as an hour out because I wasn't sure it was going to happen, how I wanted it to happen, but it all worked out according to God's plan. So next time I go live with somebody, I will give you a more heads up notice. But definitely, if you're listening now, stay tuned because it's going to get real in the next few days. And I mean that. Like, seriously, this is not the end of it. This is only like a part one to this particular subject. I'm telling you guys, got some tea. I got some tea for you guys. I got another episode. I plan on dropping it this week. Tune in to Lindsay. Well, as those who, you know, happen to um, uh, agree with my stance. So thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And cheers. Yes, I was going to ask you, what are you you sipping on today? Cheers. I actually just have sparkling water tonight. Um, Oh, So, yeah. Well, I'm drinking, oh, it's a Cabernet Sauvignon. (laughs) I love it. That's one of my faves. So, I'm excited. I was doing my hair. I love how just having a drink, even in my hand, even though it's just water, there's something about it that's like, yeah, chill. <laughs> Way to everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, cheers. Cheers. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to go visual. So for everybody's watching, this is the first broadcast live on the podcast live stream. I appreciate you joining me. After two years, I really want to really, really want to go visual because it's pageants and prosecco, and there's no fun in hearing me slurp. <laughs> on audio with my podcast. So I was like, how yeah. can I make this visual? And of course, we're pageant people. So we want to see the, the prettiness of everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And you've competed in the past. <laughs> yes. I am three time Miss Illinois title holder. Yes. Got it. So, fun fact I don't know if you heard my last episode, but I was going to compete in the United States system. Okay. Um, Pre COVID. So for this year, before COVID hit, okay. I asked to compete as, um, going to compete for Miss Illinois. This will be in April of this year. Mm-hmm. Then it got canceled. And then they asked me if I wanted to be appointed the title of Miss Illinois. And then that was kind of like probably early August when they called me and asked me to appoint it to go oh. to nationals this year. Okay. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you know what's going on? So I'm yeah. like, uh, it's like, it's like it's 2,400 without a hotel, 2,700 with a hotel. It was in Vegas at the time. And, yeah. I, and I was like, um, let me get back to you. Yeah. Hold on. I don't have yeah. my, my good little looking ring on. No, you're good. And I'll preface our conversation too with I am not against the organization. So I don't want anyone to think that I'm coming out against the organization. I am coming out specifically against this new, a portion, a, a very specific portion of this new policy that they just released on Friday. Um, that I feel is not um, necessary, and I'll tell you why. And um, and and truly un- unfair. 
I, yeah. I feel like the timing of it, um, the, the mandating of it, the reasons why it's, I, I just don't agree with it. And that's why it's important to me to be vocal about um, these, just these specific portions. And we can talk about that. Well, let's, let's go ahead and jump into it. We have yeah. people um, viewing now. So tell us you, so you are Mrs. United States 2019, correct? So you are ultimately giving up your title in a, in a month, correct? Correct, yes. Okay. Yes. So um, the Miss United States organization, as we may or may not know, decided to go ahead and have their national competition this year, mm -hmm. despite um, COVID and the coronavirus happening. Yeah. Yep. It was supposed to happen in Vegas. Mm -hmm. I saw yesterday, I'm like so behind on pageant news. That's okay. <laughs> that it got switched to Florida. Yes. So yes. just can you tell us kind of like a little just behind this, or just, just what's going on as far as like how they're trying to have this pageant uh, nationally and just the logistics of how, how they are trying to hold this competition? Yes. Um, so the understanding that I have of the move from uh, Vegas to Florida is that um, Florida would be at the time of the national pageant in phase two, a more open state with less regulations um, and an, an ability to have a larger group than potentially what Vegas was able to offer. And so they were very dedicated to moving forward with a national pageant this year, which I completely admire and respect because there's a part of me that wants us to move back to, um, you know, life. Um, yeah. The uh, High School America system just was able to have a successful pageant in Arkansas. Um, and I know that there's been others who have pulled it off. And so I commend the or the United States national pageants for committing to uh, having a pageant this year. And so that was my understanding of the move was Florida is going to put less restrictions, less COVID restrictions on the organization and their ability to provide um, a safe and fun environment for the contestants who've invested so much. So um, the, the better news is that as of Friday, Florida has moved into phase three, which basically lifts. It's a gover uh, governor uh, um, mandate, I guess, it, but it, it moves the state into phase three, which lifts all of the COVID restrictions. So um, restaurants can be at full capacity unless they're in counties um, that require less and have specific reasons for less. And, and Honestly, they've lifted all of the business restrictions in regards to COVID. They can no longer, cities um, can no longer enforce uh, fines for, for not wearing masks. So the mask mandate has even pulled back. So for me, I was thinking this was going just only going to add more freedoms onto our ability to really enjoy this pageant. Yeah. Um, the hotel is not requiring any COVID testing from its guests. The city okay. is not requiring any COVID testing uh, from- Beach Hotel and Resort. Correct, correct. Okay. Uh, PGA National Resort. Okay. Um, the city is not requiring any testing from outside state visitors. The county, to the best of my knowledge, is not under, um, requiring testing, COVID testing um, from any outside. And, and now obviously the state of Florida isn't either because they're in phase three, they're, they're open again. Right, right. So, process of elimination leads me to believe that it is the United States national pageants that is enforcing a um, portion of the protocol. And I'll just go over that really quickly. So it's a, it's a survey with tracing details so they can trace your name, phone number, home address um, in regards to your contact with other people. So survey with contact tracing, um, on-site temperature checks, which I am in favor of. Mm -hmm. Check my temperature every day, every two, twice a day, if you want. 
Um, and uh, the, the one that I'm really having an issue though with is the on-site COVID-19 antibody blood screening. Um, so the organization is mandating, charging for, and administering uh, COVID-19 antibody blood testing. They have not given us the ability to test from our own medical provider and supply a negative test within, let's say, 72 hours of arrival, which I would do. I, I would be happy to go to my own preferred medical provider um, under my own insurance and get a test and give that to the organization as an um, alternative to being mandated to take their blood screening test. I don't believe that anyone should have to give blood in order to compete or participate in a pageant. It's just an overreach, truly, in my opinion. Um, the other parts are obviously masks, which I'm on board with, social distancing, I'm on board with. Um, and so, you know, I just, I, I specifically have a problem with the fact that they are mandating, um, charging for, and I can go into a little bit more on, on that, and um, you know, administering these tests. And I will add to that their press release um, says that it's they're, they're working in collaboration with an on-site medical practitioner and the Palm Beach Gardens County Health Department. So um, you know, I have asked who will be administering the testing, and that's as much as information as I've been given is just that it's an on-site medical practitioner. Um, so and and the the pricing it's it's really twofold one i really don't think that they should be mandating the test for everyone um they the are not say that again the blood test specifically yes the okay. blood test they're they're um so contestants staff title holders travel companions so any family members that are coming with the con contestants mm -hmm. um any outside service providers all have to agree to these mandated protocols um, which basically means that everyone has to be COVID tested by yeah. by the by the test that they're administering their test, not our own. We can't go get our own. We have to use theirs. And they're charging one hundred and twenty dollars for family, friends, and outside service providers for the test. So they're mandating this test, and they're charging one hundred and twenty dollars for it. Their positioning is that contestants are not paying for it. And, um, you know, they have they have said that it's if you're if you're attending the United States events um, that you don't have to pay for it either because it's built into the cost of your ticket. But if you look at their website, mm -hmm. um, it's one hundred and twenty dollars to accompany uh, an, an affiliate of the pageant in order to be included in, you know, this bubble that they're trying to create. Right. Um, and so, so it's, 100, it's $120 for that. It's $160 if you want to go to the events. So basically the events are 40 and your, yeah, and your um, COVID test is $120. And so it's, you per know. Person, correct, right? A one per person? Yes, $120 per person. On top of the cost of the ticket. Um, it's, it's tiered. So okay. you can come and be around, you can come and be at the hotel and around a delegate and inside this bubble that they're looking to create. And if you want to do that, you have to take their COVID test and you have to pay $120 for it. Jeez. In order to go to any of the events, that's an additional $40. Um, so it's, it's a tiered pricing. And then if you want a program book, it's another 40 bucks. So, you know, $200. So I just, 
I just really, twofold, I really don't believe that they should be mandating a COVID test that the hotel is not mandating, that the city's not mandating, that the county's not mandating, that the state's not mandating. And separate from that, I do not believe that they should be financially gaining from it either. And I, I am careful not to use the word profit because I don't know what it costs the organization to get a test, figure all this out. I truly don't. Um, they don't, you know, that's not my place, I guess. It's not any, any of, um, you know, my knowledge. Uh, so, but the fact that they're charging for it tells me that they're gaining financially. Right. Right. So anyway, what else, what else am I going <laughs> to, that's just my position. And, and, you know, again, I'm not against the organization. I don't, I'm not angry. I would love to focus on being, you know, remaining solution driven. Um, and, and for me, that solution would be providing a negative test from my own preferred medical service provider um, through my insurance so that, you know, that, 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 that would be acceptable. Um, so is there a test on day one? Because the pageant is from October 11th to the 15th. So the correct. test is on the first day? Yes, correct. So it's um, prior to check-in, during or during an orientation is what they're calling it. Um, that's when you go through the screening. Mm -hmm. And and here's, here's one other issue that I want to speak to, and it's the timing of this. Within a private delegate group, mm -hmm. We were advised that this testing um, was first visited months ago. You know, the option of this testing, the research of this testing, figuring out, you know, this. But the delegates and, and, the, and that COVID screening protocols were being put in place months ago. But the contestants didn't know anything about this. We've been asking and waiting. We didn't know anything about this until Friday, which is two weeks prior to the pageant. So they've been collecting the... Um, entries you know under an agreement and that agreement did not include agreeing to a blood covid test and they they're now changing that and so i feel very much backed into a corner because i want to be there to my 2020 class you guys i want to be there i want to hug your necks i i want to encourage you i've been looking forward to this this is my last pageant ever i am retiring it's my final walk i again you know, I want to be there. I want to be in support. Uh, I feel very strongly about this, though, because, again, it's not being mandated by anyone other than the organization. And I don't I don't agree with that. I feel like there could be a better solution. I do want to recognize that there is a group of staff and attendees who feel safer with this um, protocol, well, the protocols in place. So do I. The masks, the social distancing, um, the... Um, even the surveys, if you want to give me a questionnaire and ask me, have I been you know, exposed to anybody that I know of? Have I been feeling sick? I'd be happy to answer all those questions. I don't want contact tracing and I don't want to have to be mandated to take a blood COVID test. So <laughs> do we know how soon those results would have came back with the blood test? I, I can't speak specifically to that. I know it's within a period of time that's quick enough to you know, address whether or not, you know, they would qualify. And that is truly one of the concerns. And it was a part of my, um, part of my open letter is just the undue financial burden of having to pay for, you know, family members to come. You know, this is $120 per family member that you were hoping to be there. Um, and so it's this, it's this, 
uh, I just want to make sure what I said. It's a non-refundable investment. It's an undue financial and emotional burden because they've spent almost $3,000 to be there. And then to think that that experience is um, dependent on the outcome of this test. Obviously, we know the testing isn't 100% accurate. Can't be. No, I, don't, I have not heard of any test that's been 100% accurate. Um, those that have had it recently may also show some, you know, positive um, antibodies. Apparently, there's two different types of antibodies that they're testing for. One, if you're currently um, uh, active and, and can infect others, and then one, if you've had it in the past. Um, I, don't, I don't know how, but yeah. if that, that's, I'll, I'll trust that that's what they're doing. So just the, the burden that I am feeling on behalf of these women who've invested so much money and who are being blindsided by, um, you know, and it's not, I can't even say blindsided. We knew that there was going to be obviously masks we were expecting, okay. social distancing we were, we were expecting, um, but we should have the ability to go to our own medical providers, get our own tests, and, the, and that that should be enough for the organization to feel that they're providing a safe avenue. We should not be mandated to take their administered test, in my opinion. So just for clarification, you're, and then Alexia missed you to help us. She texted me. Oh, she's talking about the live stream. I'll show them up. <clears throat> Never mind. So this clarification. So you're not opposed to them holding the pageant and going by Florida's COVID regulations, the phase three. Correct. You're supposed to the United States system administering a $120 blood test for the contestants and their families to attend the pageant event. Correct. Well, yeah, and, and I'll clarify too, they, they, the stance of the United States pageant organization is that the contestants do not have to pay the hundred, the additional hundred and twenty dollars. Um, I anticipate that that means that that's included in the twenty seven hundred that they paid to enter the pageant. So contestants will not be charged for. I wouldn't even be. I would not be charged for this test. Uh, but family members would. Outside service providers would. And it's just, it's just another undue burden mm -hmm. on family period. Yeah, because they had to switch from going to Vegas to Florida. There's yes. To compete, the hotel, and all the other fun stuff. So, where are you as far as holding a competition? Period. Just right now, because it's October 11th, about 10 days away. What day is it? It's 20 something. Yeah. Where, what is your stance on even the United States system holding their national competition? I'm absolutely in favor for it. Okay. Absolutely. I'm 100% in favor of them holding a safe, pageant experience. I believe that they can do that. Um, I believe that they can do that successfully without mandating this test. Um, so I'm all for the fact that, you know, we are moving forward with the pageant. Um, I believe that that they have the ability to, again, do that safely with masks, social distancing. Um, but masks and social distancing shouldn't cost $120. <laughs> And we don't know like the logistics of how they're getting the test, like if it's if they're administering this test, if it's a medically approved test, or I'm I'm confident it's medically approved. Um, I, I believe the organization when they say they're working with an on-site medical practitioner, I, I believe that. Um, I don't know who that is. I don't know, you know, LabCorp, Quest Labs. I um, so. Why do you think it was so important for you to um, 
come out and publicly um, write something. I am going to read a little bit of it. Yeah. We don't mind. I'll tell you the, the timeline um, as you're looking for a portion to read. I sent this as an internal email to the president of the organization and a couple of specific staff members and national um, pageant title holders on Friday afternoon. It was 5.30 Eastern time on a Friday, um, but I have heard that they are available 24-7 to us. There's no days off when you're 14 days away from a national pageant. And we received a response through a private group um, in the form of a video response where the president was very, very adamant that his stance would not be changing. And so at that point, I felt like... On the blood testing? What's that? On the blood testing? Yes, correct. On on the entire protocol. Um, okay. And so I did not receive a specific email back from the organization. I sent two emails that day. Um, and so when we got this video communicated to us, I took that as my response was that he's not changing his mind. And so at that point, I felt like it was appropriate for me. I slept on it. Um, and then the, at that point, I felt like it was appropriate for me to share my thoughts publicly because um, as Mrs. United States, I represent the brand and, and it was important for me, for the public and for my friends and family, my community to know that this was something that even though I'm attached to the organization, that I, the specific portion of this, I, I don't agree with. And, um, sometimes it takes that level of attention to convey your seriousness about something. And that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, and I want to tell everyone as I have it pulled up. Um, for those who are watching, if you do have a question you want to ask Lindsay or myself, you can go ahead and leave it in the chat. Um, Please do. Should be. That would be my favorite part. And um, if you have any questions for a Lindsay at all. Um, but in the meantime, between time, I'll read your letter. Okay. And you posted this yesterday. And actually, the former Miss United States, Alexia Robinson, who, if you don't mind, I kind of want to talk about as well. I would be happy to. She gave me permission to. Uh, she gave, she sent this to me, told me, um, sent me your letter. Yeah. Uh, and so you said, an open letter to United States national pageant system in response to the newly released mandatory COVID-19 screening surveillance and requirements. And it's also important to know that this came out on Friday and today is Sunday. So Within 48 like, hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're quick with it. I love it. <laughs> um, Parentheses, as well as the special edition Q&A video released to delegates and affiliates last night, which was on Saturday night or Friday night. Say that one more time. Oh, the, that was that was the video response that I was referring to. So that came out Friday night. Okay. And in an effort to find a resolution for national title holders, directors, state delegates, families, friends, outside vendors, and attendees, I would like to formally and publicly request reconsideration and removal of the following. And there's two of them that you mentioned. One is the on-site COVID-19 antibody blood screening. And two, the requirement of any type of contact tracing. And then you said, I would like to clarify and request the agreeable screening, including surveys, temperature checks, the mask, and social distancing, social distancing be provided to all delegates, their families and friends, attendees and outside service providers free of charge, all caps, I love it. <laughs> the mandated COVID testing and contact tracing portions of the protocol are out of line with the newly released governor directive of moving Florida into phase three 
of reopening and lifting all COVID-19 restrictions on businesses. They also provide an undue financial and emotional burden on contestants' families to not only cover the cost of this requirement out of pocket, but then to believe and worry that their $2,700 non-refundable investment is dependent on the result of unnecessary on-site testing. Out of respect for your title holders, directors, affiliates, and sponsors, please reconsider this policy. Yeah. Thanks, Lindsay. Um, being a Mrs. Title Holder, do you feel like you had um, like a burden to speak out being the seniority um, in this organization to kind of voice what yeah. are feeling? Yeah, and, and I feel like it has less to do with my age division and more to do with just my position currently. I completely understand that our state title holders may have the same concerns that I do, but they may not want to express them for fear of um, that playing into any politics and pageantry. Um, I would have that same fear if I were in their position. And it's this is such a large investment and this is such a, a big goal. It's a lifelong dream and goal. Um, and so I, I resonate with that. And I, that was my burden was I don't want this class to have to sacrifice that. I want them to be confident in their participation and have a good time. And so it was, I felt like it was on me to speak up for those who do. Now, I can't say that our, I, it would, our entire class doesn't necessarily feel as strongly convicted as I do. And I respect that. And that's why I'm asking that if they agree to the pageant's test, they can do that and they can do that on site. And if I don't, I should be able to provide my own test. I feel like that's the positive solution that I'd like to work towards. Um, So that's what I'm trying to protect. I really want to protect them. Now, I do think that for those that have serious concerns or would rather compete now that they know this and would rather compete next year, maybe hold on to their title for a year and come back. Or if there is a state pageant, maybe they come back as a a close sister state to still have this experience that they've invested in. I think that would be a fair solution. Um, And I do think it's important for them to communicate their concerns in some fashion. It doesn't necessarily have to be publicly. Um, but to email the national office, um, info at unitedstatesps.com, so that the national office knows it's not just Lindsay being loud, um, but there is there is some validation here of, of concerns. And um, so, I the, again, the point to all of that, and I know it was long-winded, is that I want to protect the contestants from feeling like they are, that they have to speak up or out or publicly um, because of this fear that it might play into some pageant politics, which I don't believe, I do not believe that the United States organization operates that way. Um, but I know that I understand and can relate to the fear. I get it. No, I, I get it too. And just to kind of put everything into perspective. So if a contestant has to pay 120 for the blood test per person, and um, according to the press release, everybody is invited. Technically, they're invited to go to pageants, so you can't just like walk up and attend. So, if I was going as Miss Illinois, which is what was going to happen, and I had my mom, my dad, and my sister as three people, and so each of them would need a one hundred and twenty dollars blood test. So that's one twenty times four, because I would need two. three. 
Okay. So the the blood test, the administered blood test is covered by the pageant for contestants. Contestants do not have to pay $120. Your yeah. your family your three family members. And the twenty seven hundred dollar fee, my blood test would be okay. Correct. <laughs> so for my family to attend, the specific thing in the blood test would be three hundred and sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. Just to be at the hotel with you. Not even to go to any events, just to be at the okay. hotel with you. Could they have taken another test to go to the events? No, they did. It's another forty dollars to go to all of the events. Okay, could it, that's yeah. regular ticket price. Correct. Okay. How, that's nothing though, too. The ticket prices at some of these pageants are just outrageous. Well, like three hundred dollars just for ticket prices because tickets are like fifty bucks. Exactly. Our finals tonight for for the pageant last year was fifty five dollars for finals last okay. last year. Just, in, so, just to have something to compare that pricing to. If we do that, so 55 with three people, my mom, my dad, my sister, that's 165 for regular ticket price, plus the 360 for the COVID testing to be in the hotel. So you're looking at another $525 to get tested and for a ticket to Canada. So again, the, the ticket pricing that they've come out with is sort of a tiered thing. Everyone's required to have the $120 COVID test. Um, it's another 40 for access to the event. So it's $160 in your example times three. Yes, would be $480 um, just to have your family there. Happy to be there in Florida. Mm-hmm. At the hotel. Mm-hmm. In the in the United States bubble. Correct. And so then for each of the three days, is there anything else that they have to pay for COVID related? Not they don't have to pay for, yeah, they but they do have to complete the screenings each day. So the temperature checks, um, maybe a, a short questionnaire, masks and social distancing. I compl- I and which I again I completely agree with that. I'd be happy to go through that every day. Yeah. I see why you um, voice your concerns. Because I already had concerns alone, me personally, considering trying to be a contestant in the system this year. Um, and I, like, I, I would say between me and you, but now we're live. But <laughs> I was considering it because I was like, you know, I'm a journalist at heart. So I like to put myself in dangerous situations to tell a story. So, like, you know what? Let me see what it's like to compete in a pageant during coronavirus. So that way I have this story as a journalist of saying, this is what competing in the system has been like in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So now it's just not safe because it's just financially not a good idea. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have, if I have $2,000 a pageant for me this year, it's not worth it. And so, so many are in that boat. And then you're looking, so it's 20, is it still 27? I know they were telling me it was 24 without a hotel, 27 with a hotel. And I wasn't even aware there was an option without a hotel. I'm glad to know that there was because the one with the hotel is actually doubled up with a roommate for the older age divisions. Um, So to know that, that there was an option to not purchase the hotel through the pageant um, and get get your own room and have a discount or a value there. I I appreciate that. It's not that much of that. It's not that much, but I, it was without a hotel, but I still need to find accommodations. 
you would you would say you would put you would get a group rate there's a there's a low group rate at the hotel i think it's 129 so times three nights would be about the same to have your own room okay so let's go off 2500 as a median um just to entry level and then the what we say 380 you got hair and makeup you got hold you got your flights you've got your wardrobe I know, girl. I'm in Hawaii right now. The flight from Hawaii to Florida, flight from Hawaii to Chicago is 270. So, as I say, 300 to Orlando. My hair is probably another 800, dollars but I always give it 500. And then makeup is probably another 200 dollars for the two days. So I can't afford makeup for a <laughs> rehearsal. <laughs> and then I could eat off 10 dollars maybe. <laughs> Well, your food is included, so they're um, they're doing a grab and go sort of a safe a safe grab. The hotel, I believe, is providing a, a safe grab and go type solutions for food I for always, contestants. I always do my own. I always oh, own. okay. That's that's just like one of my little pageant hacks is to go grocery shopping because I have my own little groceries. But I mean, I, either way, I'm still almost at four thousand dollars. A lot. Um, yeah. Before any other extra expenses, nails, yeah. lift, you know, little stuff. My my wardrobe yeah so i do appreciate you um speaking out and i um do you want to talk about alexia real fast yeah so, do we have any questions is anyone like asking anything I'll, I'll so give you. <laughs> let me see this is my oh here we go okay first time really using this i don't see nothing yet okay okay well, if you guys have a, have a question go ahead and put it down in the comment box. Cool. I know some of um, the delegates were having trouble accessing on their phones. They said they had to use a, a computer, so. Probably. Yeah. Because it's my very first time in my life. I didn't even practice. Don't judge me. You, you no, it's good. I'm glad. I'm happy to wing it. So yeah. I love it. I'm so excited. Yeah. But I don't think I see anything just yet. I don't want to click any buttons. Yeah, no worries. Don't. Oh, here we go. Uh, yes. So Lynn, that was you. I love you, Lynn. <laughs> Thank you for watching. I appreciate it. Perfect. So we have about 20 people watching. Awesome. Um, so then just going on with the United States system. Yeah. I would, I'd be happy to talk about Alexia. It was one more. Ms. Majesty for you. Contestants have to fly to Florida to find out Correct. Um, if they can compete. Correct. So is there a pre-coronavirus that they're requiring or the, you can figure it out from there? Yeah, so the United States National Pageants, their stance is that contestants um, test at home first to be aware of whether or not their test came back positive or negative. Um, and so that would then tell them if, you know, they if they would make that personal choice to continue um, is is really, you know, what, what the United States National Pageants has encouraged is get tested at home first so you know um and but then yes if someone gets a positive or even a false positive in florida um they they won't obviously be allowed to compete and the other thing too is there are and i don't i don't know them in and out but there are a lot of medical privacy issues here um you know we're we're entitled to our medical privacy and it's very sensitive information and so um you know there's 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 some there's there's some some serious protections that that need to happen there. Correct. Yeah. Um, Julissa Z says, "Miss, this New York is with you." 
<laughs> Thank you, Julissa. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, Thank you, Julissa. Thank you for at least letting me know. Um, Haley said ditto, and I believe to um, Lynn saying that she loves you. I love you too, Haley. <laughs> Um, so, and then everything is now refundable. So if I find out it's October 11th, the first day. So October 7th, I find out I'm COVID positive and I decided not to go to Florida for the rest of the other 50 contestants, then I don't get that money back, right? So the, the, there has not been an official, um, stance on this. The, the response that we've been getting as far as refunds, um, is that it's going to be addressed on a case by case basis. Um, which leaves a lot open, leaves a lot open to interpretation, right? Um, part of the conversation that that has happened is, um, especially for those who live in states where they would be required to quarantine after traveling to Florida. So I believe our Mrs. New York is in that situation. I know um, potentially our Hawaii contestants and title holders. Um, mm -hmm. Hawaii has restrictions on travel. So if you yeah. go to the city of Florida, you come home, you have to quarantine for 14 days. And you, many people are not able to take a week off for a pageant plus two weeks to quarantine, which I completely understand. So in those circumstances, um, the organization has allowed them to continue their title and compete in the 2021 pageant, which I feel is fair. And I feel that that should be applied to anyone who has any type of COVID um, reservations uh, about um either these new mandates or the mandates that are, are in their state. Um, that's what I would advocate for, is that anyone who was not able to participate because of COVID this year were able to keep their titles and compete next year. Um, obviously that might be change if there's a state pageant, but, but to at least, for the organization to at least honor the money that um, the contestant has paid. That's what I would advocate for. We haven't quite gotcha. gotten there yet, <laughs> I hope we do. Oh, uh, okay. So one thing someone asked, Afton Colette said, Lindsay, do we know if we can leave the venue since they are trying to create a type of bubble? I do not know. Okay. Yeah, I have not heard an official stance um, on that. That's kind of interesting. I don't think it's like an official bubble like we saw with the NBA. Um, but I mean, this whole thing is just—it's—it's it's, it's tough. Everything well, there's tough. a lot of variables, right? I mean, there's Uber drivers coming from the hotel to the event. There's hotel staff. Um, if we want to go to Target or Walmart to pick up something last minute that we forgot, you know, there's that whole. So that question is valid. I know it's been asked in our um, in, a, in a private group, and hopefully the organization will address that um, this week. Um, also, Lynn, I wanted to know. Kale is asking, what will they do if someone shows up but refuses to take the test? Will they refuse to let them compete slash go with their title slash keep their money? So yes. The, the positioning that I understand is that they feel that this is a voluntary event, which it is, um, but they're already paid, right? They've already invested $3,000. <laughs> so currently we have the options to agree to the pageant administered test or to not participate. So what that means, and I can speak to what that means for me, what that means for me is I forfeit my final walk. I forfeit the ability to crown my successor. I forfeit the ability to encourage and support and meet and love the class of 2020, which I've been looking forward to since the night I was crowned. Um, and so it's a lot to give up. 
for this. Uh, but that's why I believe that this is worth speaking out about and worth hopefully negotiating on, hopefully um, finding a compromise to that is a solution for everyone because I do see both sides. I do respect those that feel that these protocols are gonna keep everyone safer and I do not wanna put anyone at any greater risk, um, which is why I'm willing to have my own medical provider tell me if I have COVID or not um, and, and supply that to the pageant. And again, I feel like that's the solution that I would like to work towards with the organization. I have not heard from them since po posting my internal email publicly as an open letter. Um, we have a scheduled call later this week. They'll let me on. And, um, you know, I'm hoping that we can now spin this into how do we, how do we find a solution? How do we respect both sides? Because both sides deserve to be heard and respected and, um, and, and ultimately, you know, allowed to have their time in this so, experience. Just playing devil's advocate. If I were still to get a, well, in Hawaii, I'm not really, I, I got tested in Illinois and it was free. So I guess safely. Yeah. But isn't it still a cost to getting tested at home as opposed to in Florida? Are you saying like it's cheaper if I go, if you go to your own medical person and get the COVID test results so you can get to the system? It could, it could potentially be cheaper. Um, it could potentially be covered by my insurance. It could potentially be free. And not only that, but it's the comfort of me using my medical provider versus relying on an, a pageant, beauty pageant organization to tell me whether or not I have COVID. Um, yeah, it'd be like, for me, I feel like it'd be like walking into an old Navy and then being like, I hear I have to prick your finger before you can come in here. And I just don't believe from what I've seen that that yeah. that, that, that is, um, it just doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me that a business can mandate that of their patrons. Gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, Lynn posts another chat. Also from Kale, are they making all the hotels that take the same test and they will be in the bubble? Kale, that is a great question. Is it? It's not like a formal bubble like the NBA has it, right? I'm, I'm not familiar with the M NBA bubble. I probably should read up on it it's just really strict like it's an actual like bubble you can't walk in and out like without permission but i'm assuming with florida you can if you was in a hotel it's not like you can't walk out to go to walmart and come right back. and it would be really hard to mandate that of our families and friends as well so but the NBA, like you can't walk out and come back in like you can't yeah. it's literally like you're stuck inside they bubble. have not communicated that, that 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 that's the extent they have just used the word and the term bubble as an example okay yeah, um, I will say too. I, I meant to throw this in there earlier, but um, a part of this greater conversation, the CDC doesn't even um, recommend that large groups be tested. And I have a link to that. I can post it in the comments. I can post it on, on my Facebook page. Um, but the CDC is very clear. And I, can, well, it's on my phone, but um, that, that they don't recommend it. So not only all of this that we've already discussed, but in addition to that, they're operating in um, opposition to what the CDC recommends, which blows my mind. I know. Wow. And this is Florida, so like, we want to make sure you're following all the... Miss um, Magazine for you said this test that they have going on right now is not FDA approved. That's um, information to me, yeah. I don't... And actually, you know, this is not obviously a confirmed source or anything, but just opinion. 
Um, so just to transition a little bit, yeah. um, Alexia Robinson, she was Miss United States MISS. Mm-hmm. She was um, decrowned over the summer. Um, uh, what she has told me was uh, like, like a, sched- a scheduling thing. But just what are your thoughts and opinions? Because it was kind of a, a little moment on social media. What is mm-hmm. your thoughts and opinions about her um, decrowning? Have you talked to her? Um, what's going on with that situation. Yeah. Uh, we've been in contact the last couple of days. I was an advocate for her when, and, um, when she was going through some of that back in May and it got sticky, right? Because there was no clear, uh, this is what's happening. The, you know, organization put out a statement, a press release and, you know, sort of described the situation and said that she would be suspended, but it wasn't for any amount of time. I, I never found out what she had to do or what those terms were. And then from there, um, you know, I, at that point, I kind of turned it over to her and, and the organization to, to figure out, but clearly, you know, things didn't come back together, um, the way that either party maybe had, had expected. So, um, my official response to that, or I passive, I guess I should say, I'm anyone who knows anything about Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram nine. I'm naturally a peacemaker. Um, this is, this is not easy for me to, um, be as public about my, um, opinions, convictions. Um, but my response to that was, um, on my Instagram account and the quote was, I will hold myself to a standard of grace, not perfection. Nobody's perfect. And, um, so I felt, and I communicated internally that the organization could have handled that situation with a lot more grace and that, that that's really the standard, um, you know, I'm sort of a three strike maybe person and for this to just be a one and a one and done, I didn't seem or feel fair to me. Um, so that, that's, that's what resonates with me most about Alexia's situation is for me personally, I'll hold myself to a standard of grace, not perfection. Um, she admits that what she said was wrong and, um, I agree that what she said was wrong. I'm not saying, I hope nobody takes, you know, words out of my mouth. Um, but the, nobody's perfect. And I think that there could have been a lot more grace there. And I communicated that internally and I feel good about the fact that they understand, you know, kind of my positioning on that. So for anyone in the organization who's seeing this and that's not going to be a surprise to them for them hearing that from me. Well, I appreciate you letting us know. Um, we, for people who are watching, I will be talking to Alexia, hopefully this week. And going live with her as well with everything just about yeah. her journey. and it's her story to tell right that's, yeah. i just know because i know you guys are sister title holders yeah and all that kind of stuff yeah um is there anything else that you think that we should know as far as just going forward and how everything is just in place um, I think again, for me, I really transitioned my heart today to wanting to be in a solution driven place and to find a compromise because I genuinely want to be there in Florida to have my final walk, to crown my successor, to um, wish her so well in her year. I think one of the things that I've appreciated most about the United States national pageant system, and I've told this them too, is the freedom that they give their title holders to be themselves this year. Um, My appearances are my own. My photos are my own. I take them, I edit them, I post them. I'm able to interact with fans and friends of the organization on behalf of them. And I feel like they really trust me to do that. And, um, or they, they have this year, this whole year. 
And I appreciate that because I know that that's not necessarily the position of other systems. You know, they have a little bit more control over what goes on um, official social media accounts. And so, uh, yeah, I just, I just, I really appreciate that. I would hate that this is, that I wouldn't be able to do that just because I would like to make the personal decision of declining this mandated test um, or in place of it, providing my own. Um, and I want to bring peace to the situation. Again, I'm an Instagram nine. I'm a peacemaker. This has caused a lot of, um, what's the word in my, what was the word in, in my undue? Let me see. What was the word in, in my, um, I'm blanking. So for anyone that blanks is pageant girls, we all blank. It happens. Okay. A bird, an, an, an undue burden, right? Uh, this has been an undue burden on many of us these last 48 hours. And so I really want to bring peace to the, the situation. That's my goal. Any emotional burden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and thank you so much for allowing this dialogue. Um, you know, things can be taken out of context. Uh, we can't read, you can't hear inflection in a statement like that. And so it's not from a place of anger or, um, you know, judgment or being against the organization. I'm just advocating for these specific requirements to be removed because they're not being required by any other government or hotel, hotel, city, county agencies. Um, Which is the, the blood test. Correct. Just I mean, test, yeah. It could ultimately be dangerous, too. Like, we don't know who's pricking, like, blood, where the results are going, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Again, yeah, I don't. I actually don't know where the results are going. Um, and, and, again, I will trust that because they put this in their press release that they're working in collaboration with an on-site medical practitioner. I trust that that, that is true. That they are. Yeah, um, I did want to. So I did want to say before I get off that I reached out to Tony Lockwood. Yes, um, to get um, his statement and his perspective. He's the president of the United States system. Mm -hmm. I have not heard back from him, mm -hmm. um, but I do want to let you guys know what um, they said they were going to do as far as the press release. Um, let me see if I can find it real fast. Um, but in the meantime, Haley said, so people were questioning the hotel staff earlier and they said, how did the hotel know if they have COVID? And then Haley asked, if the hotel knows they are planning an event at their hotel, they probably need to get that approved. Also events as a whole is not mandated to have tests before events. Yeah. And the hotel does have their own uh, COVID safety protocol. So all the, all of the hotel employees are required to, um, you know, comply with their employer as far as COVID safety. And so it could be that the, the pageant organization is accepting that as, um, as acceptable. So maybe I just get a job at the hotel for the weekend. <laughs> I'll clean, I'll add me to the housekeeping staff. I will change beds in order to be there. I'm serious. I would do it. I have a hotel background. So I could, I could sell future events. I used to be in hotel sales. I spent my entire career 12 years. So you know what? Stick me in the sales room and I'll make some cold calls. And, and, you know, then you consider me a hotel employee. And... Oh, well, I love it. Miss Maggie, for you, say we love you, Lindsay. Thank you for standing by you. Thank you. Thank I you. Love it. Um, Okay, so I just wanted to let people know kind of what their press release said. Yes. Uh, I know you guys you guys probably have more details with the video on Friday, but 
Um, the United States National Pageant sent out a press release on the 25th of September from Tony. And he said, uh, okay, so in addition to following travel and safety guidelines as outlined by the CDC and the, and the contestants' home states and the state of Florida, all attendees are encouraged to test themselves prior to arrival. There is an online calls will be will also be enforced in order to enhance health and safety for everyone. It is up to each participant to care for their well-being, and we have made it clear that participation is voluntary. But participation in the pageant. Yes. Yes. And we all know where participation in that refund is voluntary. Correct. <laughs> Correct. We're waiting on that answer. We don't know. So it, it could. It could be. Um, just going forward. Um, so in so, bold. There, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll let you do it. Um, in bold, it said the mandatory COVID-19 screening, surveillance, and requirements are working in collaboration with an on-site medical practitioner and Palm Beach Gardens County Health Department, mandatory COVID-19 screenings and safety protocols, including surveys with tracing details, temperature checks, on-site COVID-19 antibody blood screenings will be conducted prior to pageant check-in. Mm -hmm. Those who pass each day's screening efforts will receive wristbands for participation in that day's activities and events. Temperature checks will continue to be conducted at designated entry points adjacent to the showroom, service areas, and dining areas. If an attendee shows a temperature of 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit or higher, or fails any portion of the mandatory COVID screening, they will become subservient to local government and PGA safety venues right. uh, guidelines and no longer eligible to attend. And then a quote from Tony, the president says, adherence to these protocols allows the ability to serve our value customers with confidence while also producing an elegant and meaningful experience for all. So the question that you posed about refunds also just came into my mind about attendees. If attendees have paid $200 for the COVID test, the um, uh, ticket for the events, and the $40 for the program book, will they be refunded if they test positive? That's a great I mean, I, ha I haven't taken, I've only been concerned with the contestants. I haven't taken it from the angle of an attendee. That's several hundred dollars. Oh, girl, I have because. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm like, okay, so with, with the book, my fees, my hotel, if I can compete, if I can have compete, like maybe on the 11th, I don't even know what day it is, let's say it's a Tuesday. If on Thursday I managed to catch it at Walmart in Florida, because we do know like Florida is not the best state in the nation right now, you know, for COVID. Not in the media. If I just happen to catch it, like, you know, and if, yeah. if I was pre, if I was in milk competing, like, how does that work? The logistics of it is just too much. Well, and I will say too, the testing that they're specifically um, referring to, the blood test, will be the one time at check in. And then um, continue on for the week will just be the other screening, um, you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Well, a lot. We said a lot today. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you kind of wanted to say or address? I appreciate everyone for watching. We had a nice little study viewership. Good. 
guys. Thank you guys. And I'm grateful that you'll be able to post this and we can continue to share. Anyone that has an hour that wants to hang out and drink sparkling water with me and wine for you. And um, again, I, I'll end this. Oh, hey, here, and I'm finished by. I'll end this by just again saying I want to commend the organization for being committed to providing a safe event. I cannot imagine the undertaking that that has been, and the fact that they even went to the extent of moving the pageant um, so that they can provide a better experience for their contestants, um, what they have positioned as a safer pageant. Um, it has taken a lot and I want to recognize that. And, and I want to, again, affirm those who do not have a problem with taking their mandated test. That is a fine position as well. Um, but I, I believe that we should have a choice and um, that we should have a choice between using the convenience of what they're providing or having the ability to provide our own through our own preferred medical provider. I agree. Yes, yes, Lynn, that's a really great question of, of which we have not. Today. Yeah. And we have four to go. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, I appreciate you joining me today. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, I come back so we can talk to you about you and yeah. the year and kind of what it's been like and kind of like after um, your title. And your I love it. Pageant retirement. I know. I know. Yeah. I really appreciate you. Again, I feel like this open dialogue is so beneficial. People understand more when they can hear inflection, when, you know, they know the full story. I know it was a long one, but I really appreciate anyone who's watched this. Um, and just thank you. I think you're coming from a meaningful place. I mean, honestly, just for someone who's a frugal contestant myself, like it's, it's, I understand the logistics of having some kind of higher level of assurance for for, and my, my thing also, Tony referred to contestants as customers. That kind of throws me off, like, contestants. He, he did? He said customers. Like When? He said for our customers. Like, <laughs> in, the, in the release? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'll add to, because I probably should have said this earlier, I did reference the video and I want to respect that that video was presented to a private uh, Facebook group. And, and I don't believe that I've given out too much information in regards to, um, you know, what was said there, just that it was, a, I considered it to be a response to, you know, my request of this reconsideration. And um and so I want to respect that that video was specifically for, you know, delegates and um, affiliates. So, yeah, I think that's kind of understood. Okay. Um, adding, adding, tagging that on. <laughs> um, yeah, he said the quote starts with, quote, adherence to these protocols allows the ability to serve our valued customers with confidence while also producing an elegant and meaningful experience for all. <clears throat> I'm like, really? Tell me. And like I said, I did reach out to him and I haven't heard back. Um, so just to make sure I put a disclaimer yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if you do, I would love to, you know, I, I would love to. I'm trying to kind of get him on the show because I want to hear him too. Miss Magic, for you said if you're positive, you have to be able to stay in Florida for two weeks as well. I don't know. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I genuinely don't know that answer. Um, I can't, I can't imagine that they wouldn't allow you to return home. Um, 
maybe they don't let you get on a plane. I don't know. I don't have that answer. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because if you are COVID positive, you can't. Why? Oh, what about contestants who can't do a blood test for religious reasons? That's a really, that's a very valid, that's Rhonda. a very valid question. Thank you, Rhonda. I feel like I could talk to you all day. <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate it, Lindsay. Thank you so much. Thank you. For sipping along with I appreciate us. it. And thank you to all you guys who are watching. I will have the full audio of this um, live stream and this podcast on the Passive Circle podcast available um, probably tonight whenever I decide to get lazy and edit it together. Thank you. Oh, I do want to know, are you watching um, Potomac Housewives? We have no. Are you do I need to? Yes. Real Housewives of Potomac comes on and there's like a little scandal on today's oh. episode. Hmm. Watch the whole season to catch up. Now, with a toddler, my TV is limited to um, Daniel Tiger and Umizoomies <laughs> and <laughs> Amazon TV. I don't, I don't get much adult TV time, but Aww. but I'll check it out since you recommended it. I'm trying to do an episode tomorrow to recap tonight's episode. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'll have to tune in and just watch it to see. But yeah, so. Yeah. Thank you guys so much, um, Rhonda, who said mentioned religion. She said she loves you. I love you, too. We're going to end on that. Have a good night. Thanks. Thank you guys all. I love you all. I love you, too. Love you, too.